This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are talking about success metrics in training, both in and out of the gym. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this one to you guys, and I've wanted to for a little while now, is athletes get so stuck on these measurements. You know, I broke my 10 meter sprint time or I benched 225 for however many reps or, you know, I put on 10 pounds of muscle and it's all great, but you've got to ask yourself, why are you actually measuring these things? What is the actual goal of these measurements? Why are they important? What are they helping with? And do you actually need them? And I want to preface this episode by saying I'm not against measuring anything. I'm not against you know, you wanting to figure out how many reps you can hit on a 225 bench or how fast you can sprint 10 meters or even, and this is going to come as a shock to anyone who's followed me for a while, I'm not against figuring out how fast you can run 5K. Like these things are not bad things to do, but what I want to dig into today is the goal of them and whether or not they are things that you need to be doing. So the first thing I want to get into is all of these fancy machines that you see coming out. You know, we have force plates, you have ways to measure all kinds of different strength tests and power tests and muscle balance tests and all of these things. And athletes get very, very obsessed with that. I see people, you know, using force plates on every single lift that they do to make sure that they're outputting more force now than they did the last time. Or, you know, they're wearing heart rate monitors all the time. And don't get me wrong, again, not a bad thing to wear a heart rate monitor. Not a bad thing to lift working with a force plate. Not a bad thing to use any of these machines. But remember what the goal is. The goal is to put the best athlete possible back into competition. So if you're in a position now where, as an example, money's tight, You know, you don't have a ton of extra money to spend. Ask yourself, does it really make the most sense for me to spend that money on being able to test my force output on a force plate? Probably not, because what's it going to tell you? Hey, this is how much power you can output. Cool. And while you train, when you're training properly, what are you training to be able to do? Output more power. Is it cool to have the number? Yes. Is it necessary to have the number to know whether or not it's improving? No, because even if you don't have a number to specifically say, I output more power this week than I did last week, if you are continually doing the right things in training, continually hitting the gym, continually getting stronger, continually focusing on your ability to generate more power in less time, your force output is going to improve. So, On top of that, one of the things that I hear a lot from coaches, this one I wanted to bring up specifically because I thought it was funny. I had a coach recently try to steal an athlete from me, one of the football players that I trained. And apparently the discussion basically went something along the lines of this. You know, hey, you should come train with me at my gym. And my athlete told him, you know, no, I've actually already got someone that I'm really happy with, but, you know, thanks anyway. 
it was, yeah, but look how big all of my guys are getting. So, you know, you should come train with me instead. And guys, size in a sport like football is obviously important, but that is the last reason that you should be going to train with a different coach because, oh, his athletes get big. It's like, okay, are they actually good at the sport? Are they actually able to improve the physical qualities they need to perform in the sport the way that it's required for them to perform in the sport? Because it's great if a coach can bring you in and put on 15 pounds of muscle, but if your performance in the sport doesn't improve, that doesn't fucking matter. You know, I've seen so many athletes that get stuck in this kind of thing. You know, they have a coach tell them when you come back next season, I want you 25 pounds heavier. So they just go eat shit for the summer and then gain 25 pounds of fat. And then they come back and they wonder why they get cut from the team because they're moving slow. They're not doing well. And well, they're not in shape. And so obviously putting on that and then, you know, getting big from training are two different things. But this same mentality came through when I heard about this discussion that my athlete had with this other coach where they were saying, you should come train with me instead because my athletes get big. It's like, well, okay, but you know, I'm he, this athlete as well has also been getting bigger this off season and is getting faster and is getting stronger. And when he's doing his sport specific training, he's making improvements there too. So the argument of you should work with me because my athletes are big is just dumb. Like that's not the goal when you're training for a sport. That's part of what's going to help you succeed, but that's not everything. So why is that the argument you're using? First of all, if you're a coach out there and you try to steal athletes from other coaches, fuck you. Like there's enough of them out there. There's enough people out here for us to all have a living, all have a business, all do well. And if an athlete tells you, I have another coach that I'm already happy with, back the fuck off. Like, come on, that should be common sense. So I just wanted to make sure I stated that. But on top of that, if you're going to try to steal them, use a good reason. Don't use because my athletes are big. Like, come on. Now, getting into a little bit more about that, you know, when it comes to success metrics in the gym, this is something that a lot of athletes, like I said, get very stuck on. And a lot of my athletes have in the past as well. You know, oh, I want to make sure that I throw an extra 20 pounds on my squat this week. Or, you know, I want to, it's like, oh, this program's going really well because like I'm lifting really heavy or because, you know, I got a faster RPM for my aerobic session on the bike, whatever it is, they get stuck on these metrics. And what you need to understand, guys, and this episode is going to be pretty short, but what you need to understand, guys, is you need to understand the metrics that matter. And the metrics that matter are performance in the sport. Because if you come in on a Friday afternoon to train and you had a bad sleep on Thursday, you're probably not hitting that squat personal best on that Friday. And it's not because you haven't gotten stronger, but it's because you had a bad sleep the night before or you trained really hard the day before and you're coming in tired. Like there's many, many reasons why the metrics in the gym will not improve every single week. But overall, what we're looking for is that when you step into <clears throat> Excuse me. Overall, what we're looking for is that when you step into competition, you are better than you were the last time you stepped into competition. And then the next time you step into competition, we are focusing on trying to make the most possible improvements that we can before you step in there again. So 
if you're focusing in on, I need to hit that personal best today, or I need to, you know, lift heavier than last time, or I need to sprint faster than last time, or I need to hit a certain number on my conditioning session, whatever it is, your focus is in the wrong area. Yeah, it's great when these things improve. Yeah, it feels good to know that, you know, I squatted 25 pounds more than I did three weeks ago. But unless you're a power lifter, how much you squat doesn't matter. What matters is how you perform. And that is where the focus needs to be. And instead of focusing on trying to increase the numbers in the gym, trying to do this, do that, you need to focus on what is going to be the best for you. And so what I mean when I say that is if you are beat up, sore, in pain, sick, whatever it might be, don't try to grind through and hit the personal best on that day anyway. If you're able to, yeah, still show up to the gym. But understand that reducing the weight, reducing the load, and managing what you're actually able to manage is going to be way more beneficial for you than trying to hit a personal best on a day where your body's functioning at 60%. And if you don't hit that personal best, that doesn't mean that you're not doing well. That doesn't mean that you're not getting stronger. That doesn't mean that your conditioning isn't improving. That just means that today was not a day meant to hit personal best. And the key, again, is balance. If you, are, if you have sparring on Saturday, your goal should not be burn yourself out with the hardest session you've ever done in the strength and conditioning gym on Friday because then sparring is going to suck. So you're coming out of the strength and conditioning gym going, oh, fuck yeah, I hit this great number. But then you're going to sparring the next day and you feel like shit. So what was more important, that squat personal best or what you could have gotten out of that sparring session? You know what I'm saying? So... Basically, to wrap this up, instead of focusing in on the gym metrics, instead of focusing in on your fastest 10-meter sprint time, your 225 bench test, which, like, uh, that's a whole story for another day, your RPM on an aerobic conditioning session on the bike, your squat record, whatever it might be, focus in on what do I need to do today to be better the next time I step into competition. And sometimes that is going to be pushing yourself. Sometimes that is going to be going for those big personal bests. But sometimes that is going to be taking it back and being smart enough to understand my body needs to recover right now. And if your body needs to recover right now, actually being smart enough and having the self-awareness to give yourself that recovery instead of just trying to grind through it because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do. One prime example of this, guys, is one of my athletes, Mac Larson. He just won his fourth pro MMA fight last Saturday. And and it was eight days out. It would have been the Friday. He came in to train, and he told me, he was like, man, I'm feeling the weight cut a little bit. My body's feeling a little beat up. I had a good, hard training session today, so I'm just like, I'm really sore. I'm not feeling great. And Instead of like originally he was saying, I'm going to take the day off. And then I told him, look, instead of taking the day off, come in, let's get the reps in, but just don't worry about the weight. And that whole session, he literally didn't lift anything heavier than 50 pounds. And this guy's a pro 170 pound MMA fighter and a fucking animal at that weight, dominating people in within a year or two. I'm confident he's going to be in the UFC, but that is, again, a story for another day. But the point is, eight days out from his fight, when we could still be pushing hard, we took it all the way down to him barely lifting anything because 
that's what his body needed. So instead of taking it off completely, we dialed it back. We gave him what he needed, but we still got the reps in. So he's still doing the work, but he's not pushing for those personal bests because, again, when he's beat up, sore, and tired, instead of trying to make him grind through that as hard as we can, what we focused on is making him feel good, working through some of that stiffness in the shoulders, making sure that we're opening up that lower back that was giving him some trouble. And then eight days later, he went into the ring and finished a tough game opponent in about three and a half minutes. Because, again, instead of pushing through it, we focused on giving him what he needed. So main point, main takeaway from today, guys, the goal of training is to put the best possible athlete back into competition. Is it cool to have your numbers on all the fancy machines, force plates, et cetera? Sure. Is it necessary? No. What it comes down to is how you train. What it comes down to is when you're doing your squats, whatever else it is you're doing, focus on trying to generate more force. Then when it comes to coaching, if your coach is focused on look how big my athletes are versus look how well my athletes perform, that's the wrong fucking coach for you. The focus of a strength and conditioning coach when they are good at what they do is how do I put the best possible athlete back into competition every single time? And that is it. Improving their ability to meet the energy demands of their sport. And that is it. Now, Making sure that your focus is on those actual performance metrics and not on what you can do in the gym is the key, I promise you, to succeeding in your sport. But that is it. That is all for me. If you have any questions about what you heard today, make sure to drop me a message on all my social media platforms, wherever you can find me. All the notes on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And my ask, as always, guys, as we wrap up the show is... Share this with a friend, share this with a teammate, share this with somebody who is going to need to hear this message. That is it for me. I appreciate you all, especially those who tuned in live here, and especially if you made it this far. Thank you. That's it, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.